I don't even like Drake. You don't like the Drake? I hate the Drake. I love the Drake. How could you not like the Drake? Who's the Drake? Who's the Drake? The Drake is good. I know y'all were expecting to hear that little, like, uh, it's almost like an arcade video game type noise at the beginning of Survival, because you probably were about to restart Scorpion for, like, your 20th time in a row. But, uh, <laughs> no, this is a scary place to be, and uh, if you made it past the intro music, then you're at this point, and uh, you know that it's Jacoby, and I'm joined by my friends Malik and Denton again. What's up? What's up, guys? Um, so, so y'all... You, everyone knows the biggest Drake stands that pretty much are alive in the world today. So, um, I wanted to get your initial thoughts on the act, on the the Scorpion album, and you know what what do you think? Because a lot of people so far, I've been seeing some negativity. Uh, negativity definitely comes with the uh, just comes with the territory at this point. I think it's great. I don't I don't really know what they're listening to, but. My first opinion is definitely great. I think it got better. My first listen was okay. Um, not okay, but like I thought it was good, but I wasn't overwhelmed. But every listen since has been great. So, Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I... Well, even my first listen, I thought was really... It was just awesome. Like, Drake, he just... His music, I don't know what it is about it, but like, he can do like so many different things that all sound good basically i don't you know like other artists don't really have that kind of versatility i'll say this like my initial thoughts on the album okay so i love that he started off side a with just like rap right it like came out with a bang i mean we started with survival and he was just like it was this very like held back intro that made me so excited for the rest of the album I will say that, like, on first listen, I was in such a rap mode after side A that I did not appreciate side B the first time I listened to it. Like, really? I, yeah, like, I, there's a lot of songs that I, like, I, I took notes on my, like, just, you know, stream of thought, <laughs> like, while, <laughs> while I was listening for the first time. And I did that. My notes I just, like, like, oh, was that good? I marked down song names that I liked. Yeah, yeah, I did too, but I also marked down song names that were, like, trash. And yeah, and looking back at my notes now, I'm just like, how did I think this? Uh, I, I put like peak is trash. I put oh, ratchet man. happy birthday is trash. I put summer <laughs> games is trash. Yeah. And uh, after Yo, my first listen, I took a break. Slanted. Yeah, it is, bro. I don't get it. Yeah, I like I. So I listened to the whole thing straight, and at the beginning, I was like, "Yo, this rap, like this album's crazy." And then, like, you get halfway through that. And it starts to get to like um, eight out of ten, and like can't take a joke. Sandra's Rose, and you're like, bro, this is literally like a classic album. I don't, I don't know what. Yeah, and then, and then like you get to the end of that, and you're, it kind of just like ends with that little like singing part at the end. Of, is there more? And I didn't know that that was the end of side A. And then 
Pete comes on and I was just like, oh, well, guess we're inside me now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, um, eight out of 10. First of all, that four track stretch at the beginning from survival to emotion is, is crazy, bro. Like, I think then, the, I think that first album is like that first four tracks is crazy. And then like you get God's plan and I'm upset, which are just like, you know, you're already your yeah. singles, your radio songs. And then it's right. another like, Eight out of ten mob ties can't take a joke. Sandra's Rose talk up, and then is there more? And it's and that's the end. And it's like it's all good. Yeah, you know how I know this album is good for real. Most people's albums are like you listen to the the single the most, but I skipped over God's Plan and I'm upset. And God's yeah. Plan is like Drake's most successful song of all time. Like, and it's just <laughs> the the other tracks are so good that I don't even care about God's Plan. That's crazy. You yeah, like for me, I was just my friend got mad at me for skipping "Nice for What," and I was like, I mean, bro, I've heard all all these singles, I've heard eight hundred times already, Mm -hmm. and like the other songs have been really good. I don't know why you're you're upset. Um, That's true. I also feel like that's part of the slander, though. Like, I feel like people were like, "Oh, I already heard God's plan," and I'm upset. Like, why'd you put this on the album? But it's like, I mean, it's not his fault that they got played so much or like that favorite hits for that long he just put on the album so i feel like people are like oh that's a skip that's a skip but it's like also you were listening to that for the last six months so you can't really like he's trying to it's classic oh man yeah is there more like i said the ending was like the ending of the first side and i didn't know that that was going to be the ending of it but i was just like sitting there listening and because i didn't really look at the track list too much beforehand um And then I, I was just like, oh, man, this is like a sick-ass song. I hope there's like five more of these rap bangers. And, uh, you know, then you get into peak and you're like, eh, well, it was slower. But, like, if you just take side B and, like, you just started with side B and then went to side A, it would be like, oh, yeah. man. And that's why I had to realize, like, if you really treat this as two separate bodies of work, it's incredible. That's true. I yeah. took a break I after side earlier, A. Like- yeah when you were saying like you didn't appreciate side b at first Mm -hmm. because like the first night i feel like i just kind of like was listening to it and like i was kind of tired by the time i got to fucking side b anyway Mm -hmm. yeah also it was late at night yeah by itself or like big songs from it's it's great yeah i mean in my feelings how did y'all feel about michael jackson i never heard of him until he was on this drake album (laughs) but uh he made a real impression shout out to drake man shout out to drake always out here you know (laughs) Helping people, you know, pulling up, yeah, for real. Up and to make a name. Do y'all, y'all, y'all think that was just a flex, right? Of course. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he could have got anybody on that track, but I don't know. That track is gonna have to grow on me. I mean, I definitely could, I could, I could see that really getting a lot of play on the radio. But for it to be a mic sample, bro, like you got to come hard. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of was my thing. Is that like. When someone told me there was a Michael Jackson feature, I was like, damn, bro, like that better be the best song on the album. And it wasn't even like a, a, a Michael Jackson like sample. It was an unreleased like vocals. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Michael's actually out here singing. Like That's my thing. I knew I was the opposite. I, as soon as I saw that on the track list, I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this song. Like, I knew it was going to be, but I also feel like Michael Jackson's part is like the worst part, which is, it's fine. It's just like, you know, it's a decent song, but 
Did you I hear the, them slow. saying uh, Joe Jackson died and went to heaven <laughs> and told Michael to get back to work? That wasn't. <laughs> That yeah, that made it all worth it, honestly. That <laughs> <laughs> just that joke alone made that worth it. That's wild, bro. Um, yeah, the memes have been funny um, from that. I saw that there was like he just scratched the weekend, put the weekend in the studio, and called it Michael Jackson. That was funny. <laughs> I think the best one I've seen is uh, it had two pictures of the Scorpion album, and A side had Drake with a do rag, and B side had Drake <laughs> with a bonnet. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. That soft ass side. I mean, it. That's the thing is Drake. He. It's funny how people give him like that soft ass reputation because he makes like songs like that. But then like, in all his other songs, he's like the cockiest, most like, yeah, just braggadocious dude. I have I have a question, man. Like, and this is gonna sound like the most like ridiculous stand question of all time. But just listening to this album and listening to how diverse it is have you ever heard an artist with this much range like musically like ever have you ever heard an album with this much range um well my nigga future <laughs> Bruh, yeah future is future gonna drop a is there more is future gonna drop a survival i mean future's got hey, range like melodically, but he's hey, not about the bard hey more real that's it is there more just on futures just futures thing like they're different. Well, they're like different styles for sure. And future, when he like, if he was gonna sing, he would use auto tune and shit. So like, I kind of that's true. You know, that's, true. that's the real difference is that like Drake will be out here singing and like rapping and whatever. Like he can go back and forth between the two, and also like like it's kind of the same as like like I said, he can go from just being a total simp to like being just the cockiest dude alive in like one song basically like yeah, that was like is no there melody. more it's like, like is he, there more to peak and you just yeah. become like yeah. all of a sudden he's just like yeah by the way by the way i'm an artiste now <laughs> right <laughs> yeah man Yo, I, that's another like, thing though this album this album has made people like pretend that they respected hendrix last year when i've been telling people that hendrix was probably the best album last year when everybody's like oh i remember when hendrix and future dropped wasn't nobody really talking about hendrix but now it's just like let's go stretch real far to like try to compare something to drake and tell you that they're better but like, hey that's facts man hendrix did not get enough respect i mean that's probably my favorite <laughs> like it really project. did not yeah, yeah nah future i liked hendrix so much better than future and i remember yeah. just because like future came out first it it definitely was like yeah, blown yeah, up mask off like first of all like it's just like mm-hmm. i don't know i mean Fed's you sweep mask off is like one of the worst albums or worst songs on the album do you think Future should have, um, like, dropped it like Drake as just one big project with uh, different sides looking back? No, nah, I like what he did. Yeah. I think. Because I remember, I was telling us the other day, like, I remember when the Future dropped, I was like, hell yeah, like, dope-ass Future album, like, I like this, blah, blah, blah. And then people started talking about the possibilities of an album. I feel like I didn't like Hendrix at first because I was so in the Future and I was like, I don't know, you know, about the singing, but... Then Hendrix grew on me. I think that's what's gonna happen with this Drake album. Like, you going in for the rapping, and then you realize that the most real shit is being spoken on the same parts. It's almost too much music to get like all at once, you know? Yeah, and that's why I was mad about like, like all the take, reviews that were coming out like by Saturday. I'm like, or there's like no, or like by Friday morning they had reviews out on the album. And I'm like, there's no way you got everything 
from this album that was there to be that's know, the thing though and that's the thing though even been, they had these reviews written since the story added on dropped like people have been like people's minds have already been made up about this album since the push of tb since before that but really since the push of tb yeah they just had like some blank spaces to put in like quotes right. from the songs i don't know yeah. i think a lot of like, people they don't know what they're gonna say. yeah well i mean journalists also they do get like early listening to stuff like that but i definitely think that a lot of people they kind of they have their their opinion on drake i agree with that but at the same time people i think just expect for him to like make some like massive project that's like all the whatever drake that they want because everyone likes different drakes which is another part of his issue is that he can't satisfy everyone because like everyone likes the different stuff he does it's like he's so versatile that it hurts him in the long run it's critically speaking you know like you can listen to a a straight rap album and drake could do that if he wanted to clearly because he gave it to us and i think that the people who like certain types of drake they have their own album. If you like rap Drake and you're not messing with like R&B Drake, you have a whole side. <laughs> you have the A side where you can listen. To, you don't have to listen to the B side, you know? Like, But they want to grade it as a whole project because it's called one album, you know? Yeah, so that's yeah. where Drake Drake almost like screwed himself where Future didn't. I can see, so you think that Drake should have been like Scorpion size A and then Scorpion side B and have that two different releases like one week after another or something like that? Even if they were just separate on like Spotify or something, yeah, that's. I, I mean, I know he probably did it strategically for like the streams, you know, right? Because right. that's it. It can be like a number one album that way easily, but that's really it. Is that he's like if he split them up into two, just for the sake of like the critics or whatever the people, then like it would look like he's just pandering to them. So he probably doesn't want to do that either. Yeah, I, I will say yeah. also a lot of people are like lying. People always... I mean, for as much as I see as like people saying this album is mid, like you don't break 170. You, like he had 170 million streams in one day. In one yeah. day, like somebody's lying out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't. I, Yo, it's tough. Twitter's to even... all for the jokes, man. What'd you say? People, it's all for the jokes. I said Twitter's all for the jokes. Like, it's just like, and slander is what gets the most, like, love. Like, people love Mm -hmm. to just, like, slander whatever the topic is that's happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I'll say one more thing about this album. I think that, one, I think it's going to be, I think it's already polarizing. I think it will be one of those that age so well that when we look back at it, we'll, we'll think it's a classic. I also think that the fact that, like, I mean, five years from now, we'll look back at this album and just look at all the hits this had on it. Like, God's Plan, I mean, that's been number one for, like, 14 weeks or something. Uh, yeah. I think I think his next hit is going to be In My Feelings. Um, that's probably my favorite off Side B, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely up there for me. Or actually, nah, nah, After Dark. After Dark is up there, but you know what? Even then, Jaded, bro. I think Jaded is like one of his best R and B songs of all time. Like, oh yeah, I all forgot about Jaded. That's how you all y'all are wrong because that's how you feel. Best song in the whole tape. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you tweeting before. Yeah, uh, yeah Yo, that's it's not even like yeah, the, the the Nicki verse is just a good like. It's a very good like. 
garnish on top. Like I feel like the whole song. Like, I don't know. That's my song right hey, now. Subject to change. It's kind of like how Blim was for when More mm-hmm. Life came out. Like, yeah, that was my like. That's what I was obsessed with for like a month and a half. So we'll see how long this goes. But <laughs> right now, is that's how you feel. And uh, I'm trying to figure out what else. That's oh, and uh, that the run from that's how you feel to Blue Tent to In My Feelings, I think is just like the best run on the album. Those three. Songs. I feel that. Yeah, Blue Tent. Oh, all right. Yeah, In My Feelings. All right. Yeah, I think probably After Dark is my favorite on the R&B. I really liked. Mm-hmm peak as well jaded was great honestly dark horse man i think the sleeper on this album um that it's getting the most hate out of any of the tracks on this whole project is ratchet happy birthday but i kid you not that is like <laughs> probably my second favorite song on this whole project like, yeah i yeah, hated it at that first, came on today but, like, when this I was song is like go ahead malik yeah i was saying that came on today when i was in the gym and i i still don't really get it or like it at this point you can tell party wrote it it party had to have written that song. i thought you were about to say like yo that came on when i was in the gym and i bench pressed 400 <laughs> well yeah i was that's my that was my next uh gym break. <laughs> that was casual the 400 if it was if, if the song yeah. had been fire you would have benched 800 <laughs> yeah basically I don't yeah, know, nah. bro. It hit me. It hit me like I played it in the morning, like on the way to work or something, and I was just in a great mood for the whole day. Like, I don't know. It, it's just something about that song. It's different. It's probably the most different song for Drake. Like every song on here is like a Drake song, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, you know, it, that was something we've kind of heard before, but it's like the best version of it. But Ratchet Happy Birthday was like very experimental to me, and I really, I really mess with it. Yeah, I definitely can see where you would enjoy. Like it, I I thought Ratchet Happy Birthday was good. Um, it's like the whole it was kind of just sandwiched in the middle for me. So then it's like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll have to. I definitely want to go back and like I probably listen like four or five times. But I'm about to just go back and probably keep listening until I know like all the words. Right. <laughs> yeah, Drake. He's out here repping. I like. All right, so we gotta we gotta move on and talk about what happened. Like a lot of people probably thought there was gonna be more of like a response to Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Why do y'all think that Drake refrained from going real hard? Well, I think that um, Pusha T really exposed him. Like, and it sucks because I think that I mean. Most of, if not most of, all, if not most of the things Pusha T was saying was true, at least about the sun, right? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. And I think at that point, I mean, I, I heard that Jay Prince said that he had a diss track recorded, but it was just going to end some careers and it wasn't great. I, I'm i of the mindset that, like, if you're going to say anything, it needs to be, it needs to be, like, a headshot, right? Like, you can't just kind of jab. Um, yeah. Yeah, you need to try and like yeah. swing back as hard as push it came at him. Right. Like you, you this man, like you said, your mom is a loser. Your dad wears Steve Harvey suits. Your best friend is dying of multiple screw That's cr- like you gotta yeah. say something, bro. <laughs> yeah, for um, real. And I think that he was put in such a, a bad spot with his album dropping in June and already making those jackets. Like he didn't have time to really yeah, no, you can you can tell he sprinkled bars around like the album and stuff, but 
this album was too big to push back longer than yeah. it was. So he had to do what he had to do in the time that he had. Yeah, I definitely that, agree with that. I feel I don't think he I don't think he anticipated Pusha responding. And or especially like the way he did. Like I think right. he thought he was gonna drop Duppy and it was gonna be like, Oh, whatever, whatever and Pusha was gonna respond in like a way that he wouldn't have to even respond to either way. But then Pusha came like with this whole thing, which I honestly it might be standing me talking. I still don't think it's that good of a diss track, but you know, whatever. Pusha came with that, and like the whole kid thing, he was like, "Oh damn, now I gotta like kind of face the music on this." And I don't know. I don't really know what he could have done to come back. I'm kind of happy that he didn't at this point. Like, I don't really know what he could have done because, like I said, he it had already been decided that he lost anyway. So, yeah. well, I don't know if it was already decided. I think people just wanted him to like somehow find something about Pusha T and that's kind of where I was like all right well this is like he probably just didn't have anything like what because what can you really say that even compares to what like Pusha T had been saying about him basically yeah like he would have went had to have gone at like Kanye or something like and that would have been seen as weak but it was arrogance that's all it was really because Drake Duppy freestyle dropped and everybody was saying Pusha T was done. Like, people forget, like, we all said Pusha T was done. And yeah, was, everybody it, was like, oh, that might be Drake's best song. Like, that shit's fire. Yeah. He just gave him bars. And you know what he did? He gave him bars. He, like, barred him up lyrically. And then Pusha T did the only thing. And I'm not even mad at Pusha T for it because if Pusha T would have responded with bars, he would not have won. At least in the eyes of the public, like his bars would not have stacked up against Drake's. Now, what people love about Drake is how personal he is in his music. And for him to attack Drake's character was like the only option that he had. And for Drake to not even think that was a possibility was just arrogant. Like, I bet you that if Drake went back in time, he wouldn't have even dropped up even. Oh, yeah, probably not. I mean, because infrared, the line on infrared was like, weak it was just a jab he didn't have to respond to that yeah exactly really that didn't. that was kind of my thing and then he just came in with like oh i'm gonna drop this song and it's nice like it was a great song he probably he probably was very proud of it and that's why he wanted to drop it so bad he's like right. the next time this motherfucker says anything it's coming yeah he said your demise will be televised like he was talking some some boss stuff and and came back to bite him but my my stand comment on that is that I feel like it made this album better because say like none of this beef happened. Right. And say that on this album, he reveals that he has his son and it's all this positive stuff. We don't, I feel like that would have taken away from the dark and like the, the emotions that we got to see on this album. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of thank Pusha T that he put Drake in this, this spot where his back is up against the wall and he can't just release any old project. He has to address some real emotions. It's like the first time Drake has not been, or that Drake's position has been questioned, you know? And I think it produced a great album. Yeah. Also where like it had to be a great album. Otherwise, like I, I was texting Malik the other day when we were setting this up and I was like, bro, if this album's not flames, like the memes are about to be so vicious. Right. You know, right. like the internet, Drake would have had yeah. some some real internet credibility problems after that. 
Yeah, and he kind of played. I mean, you can't really go at a man for taking care of his kid and then just not letting the world know. So I think I think they both kind of came out of this on top in a way. I, I don't think that. I think it, it makes me upset when people are will discredit the album because he didn't respond to Pusha T because you're missing out on so much great music just because you have this idea that this beef, you know, meant something outside of just two people barring each other up. And like, I, I mean, I get it. Like Drake might lose some MC points or whatever, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Pusha benefited from this. And I think Drake benefited from this. Yeah. They both got so many sales of it, which that's what I think a lot of people are overlooking is that probably, I mean, yeah, like they occasionally give each other shots, but like they probably don't really dislike each other like that. And it's just like, all right. I mean, maybe Pusha really hates Drake after the fucking uh, story of Adidon, but like maybe he really hates Drake, but Drake probably, I mean, all he was doing was get, sending those like subtle shots. He wasn't yeah. going I mean, He was saying stuff like, oh, I was going to, like he basically insinuated he was going to send shooters at Pusha. Which that's it's crazy. Drake, bro. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that would have been crazy if, like, we had a Tupac and Biggie situation off of this. Oh man, well, thank goodness we don't have that kind yeah. of stuff anymore. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. He passed the drug test though, so that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that. That bar was funny. What uh, that reminds me. What Instagram captions do you think are gonna be like the most prevalent off this one? Uh, for me, and probably my favorite, one of my favorite things in the album, on Elevate, where he's like, "I want to thank God for working way harder than Satan." That was so, literally the number one that I had in mind as well. I yeah. thought probably a lot of people were gonna be all over that one. Yeah, that's gonna be everywhere, man. Yeah, I'm struggling with this, honestly. I'm not a big Instagram caption guy, but... Uh, yeah, I, I just... think uh, all this happened for myself and my family is going to be on there. I mean, God's plan is already like 80% of them with fucking I Only Love My Bed and My Mama. Yeah, and Nice For What, I mean... <laughs> yeah, Nice nice For What, true. In mm. my feelings, that whole song is going to be Instagram caption. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, that song is so good, bro. <laughs> huh. Thanks. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, I'm upset. There's probably not too many. I'm thinking, what what was I scrolling through? Uh, eight out of ten. There's probably, yeah, no. Nah, I, I can't even think of any. I got to get more of the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the flower. What's that What's that line where he's like, uh, I'm the chosen one. Flowers never pick themselves. Oh, yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's going to be, be, I forgot about that. There's, <sighs> some, there's some lines on this album, bro. Like, he really put his pen to work for this man and it, it kind of makes me realize how like mid more life was i liked more life a lot but now i mean i'm gonna have to go back and listen you say take that back movie <laughs> yeah now i gotta go back and listen because i honestly feel like i liked more life a lot the only drake project i was really not a big fan of is views i just couldn't get into it at all i like view i liked uh more life more than views looking back on it yeah um, for sure i don't know i feel like more life was had more more like less skips on it i guess there's like 22 songs on more life and there's probably like 15 good ones like honestly yeah 
I don't know. It, it didn't make it seem mid, but it was just like I could not mid. I, I, that's the wrong word. I guess you could tell it's definitely just like a collection. Like he said, like it's just more life is just a playlist, right? Like this really yeah. felt like a complete and and like total effort to make a, a complete body of work. Where more life was like, hey, I have some really good songs that I'm just gonna put on a project. Yeah, I mean, I could I could agree with that. These. Scorpion, like it sounds pretty cohesive, honestly, or like they the transitions are solid. I know you were tweeting that uh, the transitions on like nothing was the same are probably the best ones on any of his albums, right? Yeah, I think 40's best album was nothing was the same. I mean, the beats, if you listen to the beats on that, it's kind of hard to believe that was made in 2013. Yeah, that was my like number one. That's my number one Drake album for sure. Yeah, same. Well, I think Hot Take... I know it's early, but I think Scorpion is number one for me right now. Man. Oh yeah, I know it's early, bro. I I think Scorpion, I'll, and I also think that like I think his the trinity of albums that define Drake are Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, and Scorpion. And, huh. and I think that Scorpion is the is like the sum of Take Care and Nothing Was the Same, right? Like Take Care was very like emotional, mm-hmm. um, had a lot of R and B joints in there. Nothing Was the Same was like just bars. And then Scorpion is the marriage of the two. And yeah, that's his top three for me. I don't like Take Care as much. I I would probably replace that with More Life, but I don't know. I definitely can appreciate that. And I like the the sum idea. That's mm-hmm. like, huh. I mean, because most of his albums are like that, like two thirds R&B and one third rap or like the, vice versa, you know? So I yeah, guess when you like combine them. Mix, right. Yeah, exactly. And I think if you think about them as some mix, I think that Take Care is the most R&B heavy mix that he has. In a, in yeah, a oh, for sure, for sure, and then, for sure. And then nothing was the same outside of maybe If You're Reading This Is Too Late has his most rap. Like, I mean, there's definitely melody on there, but the bars in there are just like top notch. Take Care is like where the Drake is like soft meme kind of started you know exactly like they had websites dedicated to drake the type two jokes like yeah don't drake and drive you'll you'll end up at your ex's in your ex's driveway (laughs) yeah all that came from that but yeah they had that playlist before of drake before the uh apple music reveal bro that playlist is insane like Two whole hours, no breaks, just hits. Like Yeah, that kind of just shows you the dominance of Drake, though. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's been doing this since 09, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't think I've ever... I mean, like you said, like, there's this bar. I think my favorite bar that people are overlooking, he was like, he was like, I had to go hit reset. Now we here. I've been on top for three sets of three years. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. I mean, that's the truth, though. He really had. I mean, at this point, it's been like there's like different eras of Drake. There was like the Wayne and Nikki on like half the songs and like, mm-hmm. you know, like Take Care up until that like era. And then like after Take Care, it was like, all right, well, now I can just like make songs with bars, basically, or like a lot of songs with bars for like nothing was the same. And if you're reading this and then it was like then it was like London Drake and like Dancehall Drake after that. Yeah. 
And I think, I think looking back, I think that was necessary because he had to be global at that point. Like he had kind of conquered America and Canada. And it's like, how do I get my name out there across the whole world? And I mean, how do you guys feel about the lack of dance hall in this project? Like, are you like, is that awesome for you? No, I would have been in on some, some dance hall. I like just the style in general, but especially when Drake does it, he does it well. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, the numbers itself, I mean, I know we don't like to go off numbers, but I definitely think this is best year off numbers alone. I mean, he had two number one hits already after never having a number one, or at least for as long as, like, because, like, God's Plan is his first completely solo number one. And then, nice for what, he did it again. And both of those combined, I think, have, like, over 20 weeks at number one, which is crazy. I mean, like you said, like he he started the year off just. I can't think of a year that's better than this. Maybe he was body and features with like yeah. uh, Look Alive and um, what oh, that Pikachu song is real nice yeah. too. Yes, indeed, that's like that was like top ten, and and that song is fire. Like, yeah, he's putting he's, all these young, young like Block Boy, JB, and Lil Baby. Like, who has heard of either of them before Drake? I mean, some people have like. People are really in the underground, but yeah, for sure. But Drake is out here. Now. Yeah, drip season three. Okay. What about drip harder, bro? That's about to be ridiculous. Well, yeah. So another my like last thing that I wanted to talk about while we're on Drake is uh, why was there no song dedicated to Nikki now that she's single? He ha- he like had her in a song. But I figured he was gonna like propose via song, <sighs> Bruh. <laughs> I think he's too hurt. Yeah, I mean I wasn't even gonna say that, but <laughs> Drake might be damaged because you see how hurt he was and jaded. <laughs> yeah, he is. No, Drake is obviously damaged because he's bared his soul on twenty different songs. <laughs> Bruh, imagine like so. First of all, there's a lot of speculation, and I believe this that jaded is about Georgia Smith. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Which I actually believe, because uh, he talks about how you're young, but you're old enough, and you're going to come back to me when you're famous. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Georgia Smith kind of came out of nowhere when there was rumors that she was dating Drake, and now she's this huge star and everything. But, like, <laughs> that's that's got to be weird. Like, imagine, like, you're, like, this new star on the rise, and then the biggest artist in the world is rapping about how, like, you left him and he's heard about it. Like, that's wild, bro. And it's the best song in the album, bro. Like he's out here. I mean, that's the thing. He's he's an emotional dude. He's sad. He doesn't I can respect it. He doesn't like let the the culture of, you know, toxic masculinity stop him from crying about his ex. That's facts. I mean, he kind of opened the door for that. Yeah, for real. Well, that's why I'm on the podcast crying about it. And openly, not only that, but openly opining for Nicki Minaj. He opened the door for that, which, like, I might just be doing that on this podcast soon enough. <laughs> are you uh, are you excited about Nicki's? No, go ahead, Malik. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, like, funny because it was, like, such a thing for a long time. And now it's, like, she's <laughs> single again after dating Meek and whatever. I was like, I yeah. Know. 
I mean, he's a single father now, so that <laughs> he's his definitely are probably limited. <laughs> he's definitely damaged goods. Jeez, I forgot all about no, that. Imagine like <laughs> imagine meeting someone twice, and the second time you meet them, two two times, bro. You could tell how much he was hurt by that when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my yeah. Mama, my, and then he was like my mama said it only took one time and it took one time bro like i'm hurt bro <laughs> like, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't really know that girl at all and like that's the mother of your child and now like i can't even like bro you got so much else to worry about right now <laughs> like, it's unfortunate i mean sometimes that's the thing is Sometimes you make one really bad decision and it just happens to be a bad enough decision that it follows you forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Drake has lived a life free of like those kind of decisions mostly, but right, he right. got really unlucky. Well, the good thing is that it didn't happen when he was like 19 or something, you know? Right, right. I mean, he's already kind of solidified, but uh, it's kind of there's some irony and some like perfect tragedy to the fact that it happened to Drake. Oh, of course. It, it's like Drake was always this person who like was longing for real love, and he kind of was the spokesperson for being um, in your emotions and your feelings about girls leaving you and and things like that. And for that to be <laughs> like, <laughs> like he got outed as like yeah he. For a while, people were like, yo, he's a deadbeat dad, which, like, now it's funny, and it, it's a lot better now that it's like, oh, yeah, he actually takes care of the kid, because you don't have to be like, oh, well, that's really sad, but, like, it's still just like, damn, Drake really just knocked up some lady when he had a one-night stand, and, like, probably will never talk to her again, but, like, has a kid with her. Yeah, bro, March 14th, March 14th I, I don't even like to listen to it just because of, like, how bad I feel when I listen to that song. Like, yeah, it's sad. It, it's a great song. It's just like, damn, bro, like, he, <laughs> the fact that he was like, me and your mother don't get along, like, we cut each other down, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. he was talking about how I brought you Christmas presents. He saw him once for Christmas and bought him a bunch of toys, but can't stand his mom, and how he was like, I used to, you know slander my mom and dad for doing the same thing i'm like bro like this is the saddest song <laughs> like yeah it is because you yeah. it's real emotion and you're like bro it's sad enough and then you realize that like that's probably how he feels at like most moments of the day he's just like fuck i ended yeah. up just like my parents fuck right and he's like you start to realize like yo this is like he this is a real thing like this is not like oh he's a celebrity he's got a baby now like uh, it, it just it made me kind of understand why he didn't tell people about it. How old is the kid? Like five? I think he's like one or two. Oh. I think he's one because he says. I think the, the song is called March Fourteenth because that's the day the results came back. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. <laughs> the the title of the song is the day you got the paternity test back, but that's another story. And then the son was born on October eleventh. Because he said something about, like, October baby, of course. And then I got number 11 tatted on me for you. Um, yeah. So, kid might be... He was either born... He's probably born October 11, 2016. And then he got the results back in March. Either that or he was born... He's, like, only a few months old. Yeah, yeah. In which case, then it's, like, whatever. Right, right. Then, but I want to know, like, yeah. that... 
who told Pusha about that is what I want to know. Probably somebody um, at Adidas. Which is wild because Pusha was signed with Adidas. Yeah, and then um, Drake is about to like do a line with them as well, it was thought. Oh, that's cool. I think that's totally like like not even a thing anymore. I heard that as well. He might even go back to like Jordan or whatever. If you look at the um, the preview for Scorpion from his Instagram video, he has a Nike sweatsuit on. And nonstop, he mentions going from 6 to 23. I think he's back with Jordan, man. <laughs> like that's <laughs> He's really about to switch up brands and have a whole rollout. And <laughs> yeah. I kind of, you know, I'm honestly glad he didn't, though. Because even though I don't see a problem with it, you know people would have been like... Um, you rolling out your son like a new pair of sneakers, bro? Like this is a this is a son. This is a. Child. It would have been fodder for jokes. I mean, that's what I would have done. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah. "Yo, you're <laughs> fucking out here dropping your son like he's a shattered backboards, bro. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You sick fuck. You know, I got a <laughs> I got a fucking fire red threes and also my son at the mall the other day. <laughs> right. I bought this baby. Mean? I bought this baby straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> also, my son is like five months old, or whatever. Like, oh, that's insane. Yeah, he probably had to be like, okay, I have a kid. I have to tell people about it because it's my kid. How do I also promote my album? <laughs> oh man. Which is crazy, bro. Like, and and that's why I'm kind of glad that Pusha did what he did because I don't think that would have went over too well. Now, to me, the stand, <laughs> the, the stand in me would be like, all right, well, in a way, he's kind of like setting his son up. I mean, we did just praise DJ Khaled for how he always like has a side up in his videos and branding decides, him. Yeah, yeah, he brands him as like this Snapchat star. He makes them pro- a producer. He's the executive producer of albums. Like, Drake is doing the same thing. He's making his son, like, the fashion line is his son. Like, I mean, if you, if you, you can't, like, you can't slander Drake for that and also on the same, in the same breath, celebrate Khaled for that, I think. I don't think it was as much. I, I guess it was just like, why don't I get exposure for both? I don't know. Cause that's, it doesn't even make sense in my mind. Like, I guess it was easy for him to hide because it's not like he was like super connected with the mom. It was just like a one night stand and whatever. Mm-hmm. So then it w- it was like easy for him to hide for a long time. But like, I don't know. It was just it's weird that he didn't like see the kid for that long, I guess. I mean, he probably didn't. He didn't even know. But like, this is just the worst possible thing, bro. Like people are mad about him, mad that he didn't like who wasn't at the bedside. And I'm like, he didn't even know that was his kid until five or six months after the yeah. kid was born. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine the amount of anxiety? <laughs> when you take months? that paternity test and you're yeah. just like, uh, yeah, this, by the way, like, I, cause he's, uh, there was like that rumor of like, there was, um, on the internet, people posted texts yeah. between him and her, and it was like, oh, you're just doing this for money and whatever. Like, I'm oh, sure yeah. he, he probably thought that at first and there's probably been, you know, multiple women that have done this before. Oh yeah. I mean, and for him to actually get caught with it, man, like it's just, uh, <laughs> gotta be smarter than that, bro. Yeah, bro. It only takes one time. Your mama told you about this shit, bro. Like, two oh, yeah. times. 
<laughs> How are you going to let that shit happen? I don't know, bro. His pullout game is weak. If there's one thing, one takeaway from Scorpion, it's that Drake has a weak pullout game. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, I'm still going to see him in November, though, so I'm hype anyways. I'll be oh, bringing really? Sun out on stage. Yeah, that'd be dope. And Migos will be there, right? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be amazing. All right, well. Let's uh let's get into the plugs and we'll wrap it up. Denton, anything that you want to plug? Go ahead. Uh yeah. Um, there's a. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and there's a few artists I want to put on right now. And the first is named Rudy. She went to Clemson. Um, her at on Twitter is eight four three Rudy, and she's got yeah, <laughs> she's got some really dope music out. Check her out on Twitter. Um, right, second cool. artist I want to put on is named Liddy. She's also from South Carolina, and uh, she's on Twitter as well. Just type in L-I-T-T-Y, and you'll find her. And, yeah, follow me on Twitter at, at DR underscore Sweets 23. And I'll your boy. All right, cool. That's going to be a tough challenge, but anyone who listens to my podcast must be pretty intelligent, so they'll, they'll probably not disappoint you with that. In the meantime, follow me at... It's Jacoby, I-T-S-J-A-C-O-L-B-Y, and uh, the show is at Scary Place to Be, no A, just Scary Place to Be, and um, Jamike is at Dara Tweets now, D-E-R-A-H-T-W-E-E-T-S, so follow him, and uh, yeah, Jamike hasn't been around in a while, but uh, he's, he's doing big things right now for the brand, so... We definitely can shout him out for that. Um, yeah, so also subscribe, rate, and review. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're on all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's been a scary place to be. This is Jacoby. I'm out.